This week's episode of Black Girl Brunch is sponsored by Legacy DC. Planning on heading to DC? Are you a DC resident looking to support a small business in your area? Check out Legacy DC, a unique art gallery that specializes in graffiti, street art, and digital art. Legacy DC is also a I-71 gifting shop. What's I-71 gifting? Glad you asked. In short, I-71 is a legal way of receiving cannabis products in DC. It's the gift for purchase system, but instead of being gifted something random you'll never use, you're gifted a cannabis product. How does I-71 work at Legacy DC? For patrons 21 plus, with one purchase of digital art, you receive a cannabis product of your choosing. That's so decent. I'm for sure hitting them up next time I'm in DC. Right? You can also order online and pick up in store. For more info on Legacy DC and I-71, check out their website at thelegacydc.com. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman and I'm Sabria. And thank you all so, 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 so much for tuning in to another fun-filled episode. What's up with you? How are you? I'm 30. That's what's up with me. <laughs> yes, happy belated birthday on air. Thank How you. How does it feel? Um, It's very weird. I feel strangely way more motivated um yeah i felt like i felt super motivated um these past few days um also it's just weird like i said earlier i was having like a crisis looking at myself in the mirror because i'm like wait i'm really 30 like that's so weird it sounds so weird to say and also like it's weird because like i still look the same yeah but say it's weird i can't believe like you 30 but just like we like the friend group has is like collectively entering or have entered their 30s for the most part and i just look at everybody and i'm like it's girl, we look the same everybody act the same in some ways of like silliness and just yeah. like youthfulness and i guess that's a blessing right <laughs> Yeah, it is. Because I really thought, I'm like, all right, now I need the serious, like, I need the only tweet, CNN links. Like, I thought, oh, like, I need don't. to. <laughs> like, I thought, like, I need to, like, be very, very serious. But, um, yeah, um, this is 30. I love it. I love that everyone's turning 30. Yeah. I mean, 29 was cool. I held on as long as I could. But your birthday was fun. Yeah, it was. <laughs> some some people had way more fun than others. All right. Enough. Enough. Okay, so I'll admit it. It was Sabrina's birthday and I got drunk. <laughs> I'll admit it. Me and Jarrell. It's so funny. Like I said, Sabrina may have turned 30, but me and Jarrell needed that night at all. <laughs> No, for real. I was like, this is so humiliating. It happened so fast. I I don't know what happened because you know there have been nights where I have been drinking. Like, I think about the night of Christina's birthday party. I was taking Henny shots back, 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 back. back. I was fine. I had some wine and two, three shots and I was gone. That's wild. That's so wild. And also, like, you, it's like you ate, too. So I it's ate like, so what? much. I think that might have been a problem, to be honest. I think I ate. I don't think I was as, well, I was really drunk. Because I was saying, yeah, I was drunk. But I think <laughs> I ate too much. And then I drank. And then I had that cake after uh, not having the cake for a long time. Speaking of that cake, though, everybody collectively agreed. Yeah. 
that vegans won that night. Yeah, that shit was rocking. It really <laughs> was. It was really good. But she was twacking for sure. But like it didn't help because I had I had saved up all my like I was like, no, today's the day I'll eat sugar. So, you yeah. know, it was the first time in like two, three weeks. And then I drank on top of that and I was just I got yo, I got so sick. I did. Yeah. But I kept rocking. <laughs> yep, you did. Ten toes down. Yeah. Um, but that was just hilarious to me because I was like, I was like lit, but like I was on like, woo, like I just was observing everybody. You was lit like auntie. Like every time I turned around, you was like in a club, like doing some auntie ass dance move by yourself. I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you was like moving your hips around. I was like, she having a ball by herself over here. <laughs> Because, like, you know, everybody was going home. Like, me and Jarrell waiting for the Uber. I woke up. We was on the expressway. I was like, oh, my God. I need to stop, go to sleep. Like, he was snoring, curled up <gasps> under me like a baby. Me and Jarrell was, like, in a big... We was in a lot holding each other sleep. I was like, no, I know I'm fucked up, but I'm least fucked up. So I got to really focus. And I had my eyes peeled on that road. I was like, I know. I just feel like I have to. And then they dropped me off first. And Jerome was in the back seat by himself. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. But Jerome tricked you because he was fine. He was texting. He was like, hey, guys, walking in the lobby. And I was like, what? He was just out. He was down for the count. <laughs> crazy. He woke up and he's like, guys, I had a great night. I'm in love. He's crazy. <laughs> Yo. Ooh. That shit was so fun. Yeah, that was fun. Very fun. Your birthday was fun. <laughs> <laughs> then we woke up, we went out, got breakfast. It was just a good, it was, I feel like you enjoyed yourself. I really did. I did enjoy myself. Because I didn't expect to do anything. So that was a surprise. What? Yeah. You knew that wasn't going to happen. True. You got too many people in your life that take <laughs> birthdays seriously. That's very true. But, very true. no, happy you had a great time. Um, And t- just to keep that Aries love going, this week for our Fave 4, we're having we're 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 sharing our fave for Aries. Yeah, and thank you, Skin Flint, for this suggestion. Um, sure. This has inspired us that we might do this for Iman's birthday too. <laughs> Look at you being a trendsetter. <laughs> All right, you first. So I'm gonna go first. So this is no surprise. This should be no surprise to anyone. Um, Lady Gaga. Um. <laughs> Knew it. When I found out that Lady Gaga Shane shared the same Zodiac sign as me, my whole freaking life, I feel like that, I'm like, y'all shouldn't have told me that information. Like, I feel like that something clicked. Like, <laughs> I've never been the same since I got hold of that information. Like, honestly. Like, I love Lady Gaga, and um, I'm sorry, just I'll never stop loving her. Like, I mean, I, she's so she's too lovable. Like the way she is, she be like lifting up new artists. And I really love that about her. And I also just feel like she's she's a, she's so fun at parties. I feel like she's a hoot. <laughs> so fun. Also, like I love when she goes on tangents and start talking about stuff that doesn't even make sense or like she takes stuff very seriously like how she was talking about how she was training for her um her role in uh house of gucci and how seriously she took it and like some hike was like hating in the interview but i'm like come on she's cute like it's like 
why just let her do what she got to do because she eat she be she be killing everything she do exactly so if that's her process let it be her process exactly plus i always love extra people like that, Me too. that just, like, i get it talking. yeah exactly so whatever um the next one is victoria beckham um it's crazy because she was my favorite spice girl when i was a kid posh spice was my favorite like i have like two posh spice barbies like I always loved Posh Spice because, like, first of all, she's Posh, like, and I loved Posh and Scary. Um, but yeah, I love Posh Spice because she always wore like a short black dress, and she was like somewhat of a bitch, but she was like, well, people thought she was a bitch. If you wasn't a Spice Girl fan, you would have thought she was a bitch. Um, and she was like funny. Um, so when I found again, when I found out we shared the same Zodiac sign, I was like, oh my god, that makes total sense like she people think that she's like super serious but actually she's just like she's in on the joke um which i love i love a girl that's in on the joke same um the next one is jackie chan um (laughs) sorry this has been a consistent thing you've been sharing with me so i know it's like you really you love Jackie Chan, as you should. Talk about an unproblematic face. He's so freaking sweet. Like, he is such a sweet man. Like, I just love Jackie Chan. Like, he just makes me so happy. Like, Same. he is such a sweet man. And I feel like he just, but like, I feel like if I met him, he would make me feel like I knew him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know. And I feel like you got to be a sick motherfucker to hate Jackie Chan. Seriously, because I feel like he the definition of getting your job, getting your money, and going the fuck home. Exactly, because I don't know I, anything about him outside of like how did he rush do that all this time? <laughs> and black people love Jackie Chan. Like Damn. we I, I, rush hour did it for us. <laughs> rush hour did it for us. I know it did and it for then, me. That's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Ooh, oh, where is rush hour streaming? Because I want to watch it now. No, for real. Cause I'm sorry. Somebody said this on Twitter like a few weeks ago. They was like, them racist jokes was hitting. <laughs> they was. <laughs> Ooh. And then Rush Hour 2. So, yeah. That's, like I said, I don't know anything about Jackie Chan outside of his movies. And I love that. Like, Same. I, I, let's, let's bring that back. Like, all yeah. I know is his movies and his birthday. Like, okay. and I love that. Yeah, do we um, got a family? Like, what's going on? Yeah, you know what? Not our business. Not our business. <laughs> yeah, because, like, I'm looking, like, I well, I Googled Rush Hour, but not him. But, like, yeah, I don't even know if he, I'm pretty sure he have a wife because he's just so cute. Yeah, he got a wife. Also, he's always smiling. Like, I love that. He has the cutest smile. He does. I love him so much. Like, I just love Jay Jane. Um, also, uh, Holly bailey um so sweet she's so again another sweet cute always smiling i love her so much like i love her so much and i cannot wait to see her um in the little mermaid like i'm so excited about it like i just she's so freaking sweet like she's going to shine in that she is going to shine also like i love that she's like she she packs a small punch like Mm-hmm. She, excuse me. Like she's not like all like diva, like if it, but she packs a small punch and it's so impactful. Like 
Love her. Yeah, she has it for sure. She I also love how she talks. Like, uh, I was listening to an interview of her and Chloe. They were on, like, the red carpet. And mm-hmm. first of all, you could tell Holly was sleepy. It was very clear <laughs> that she was tired. And they were asking her questions. And she was like, yeah. And that's it. She just was like, yeah. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> I'm like yo that is she's over I feel like that's so Aries like when they don't want to talk it's just they ain't gonna be rude but they ain't gonna give you nothing yeah it's very true and I was like wow very much Aries <laughs> behavior like I'm here but that don't mean I gotta be here <laughs> that don't mean I gotta be present <laughs> cause when you don't feel like talking I like leave her alone <laughs> was that four? yep that was four perfect all right well, number one, come on, it's Mariah Carey. Like, I want to go, I got to have a challenge where I do one fade for where Mariah Carey is not in it because she is, she meets, I always find a way to bring her in it. It's like always your favorite food. You like Mariah Carey. All right, well, I mean, I just feel like if I don't say it, who will? It's Mariah Carey. Like, she's my favorite Aries for all the reasons I share every week on Faith Forest because she's amazing and she's so extra like I love the, the picture she posted of her birthday and also Mariah Carey always got a man that's one thing about her <laughs> she won't find her new boyfriend <laughs> or fiance or husband whichever yeah. one you want to be and I feel like she has fun she always got a man and I feel like these men don't be never like in her whole book she didn't talk about one heartbreak <laughs> She talked about like some complicated love. Like she talked about like her husband terrorizing her, her ex-husband terrorizing her. Like a lot of men terrorized her, but she talked about them like nuisances. Like they didn't win. Like she was just like, oh, like a fly. It just won't leave a room, you know? So yeah, Mariah Carey, always and forever. Next is gonna be someone that I don't talk about often, but I figure I have to share. Um, Reese Witherspoon. Yes, I- you do love Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> I, all I got to do is see her name in a movie or a show. I'll be like, huh, that'll do it. That'll do it. I love Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman. I feel like they bring actual flavor and personality to the things that they're in. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Reese Witherspoon is so adorable and she has she the range and like little fires everywhere. That was my first time really seeing her. So a character that was like less lovable. I still need and- to watch that. It's such a good show. Yeah, because when you told me she wasn't likable, I'll gasp. I was like, Yeah, because she's always so cute. Even in um big big little lives, um, she's like problematic, but she's still like one of my favorite characters. <laughs> yeah. Favorite thing is when she tells people, get fucked. <laughs> Cause I say that in traffic all the time. <laughs> Shout out to Reese Witherspoon. Um, Lil Nas X. Love Lil Nas X. Yeah. So chaotic. I was crying this weekend. He kept mentioning how he got no Grammys, like he won nothing. Um, he's his own biggest hater. Like, shit like that to me is just so funny. I feel like if this is what he tweets, what does he say and think? You know? Yeah. Like, it's just, he's just hilarious. And so when funny. I saw him, like, pushing our, our good sis, SZA, um, because she injured her foot, I was like, oh, and he's a sweetie pie. Like, such an Aries. I just, I love that Lil Nas X, and I say this all the time, is giving us something that we do not have already. That's like my favorite quality in an artist. Like if I can look at another artist and I can compare like a bunch of different things that you're doing to what they're doing, X, what I can do with a lot of rappers these Mm -hmm. days. I'm like, you can't do that with Lil Nas X. Who who can you, who can you put them next to? That's to me very much Mm -hmm. iconic 
that's icon behavior. Yep. Like he's so different. And I love that what he brings to like the industry. And this is a hard one. I'm going to have to get one of them an honorary mention. All right. I'm just going to say Diana Ross is my, is my final one because, again, Diana Ross, I don't talk about how much I listen to her music. Like, Upside Down, I don't know why that song feels like a theme for my life. Like, Upside Down, boy, you turn me inside out. <laughs> like, she was spitting. She and was. then, like, even her music with the Supremes, like, sometimes I just listen to it while I'm driving, like, Wow, this music changed pop music. Mm-hmm. Like this, her Diana Ross is a legend, and she gave us Tracy Ellis Ross. Like, what's yeah. not to love? Um, <laughs> honorable mention Celine Dion because I love a baller. I love Celine Dion. She is so insane, and the relevancy, like how how she has stayed so 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 relevant, and hasn't necessarily been trying to just. She just be out here dressing. Law Roach is her stylist, or at least one of them, I believe. And yeah. Law be having her looking really, really great. I love Celine Dion too. I thought she was gonna say Ari Lennox. See, I didn't know that she was an Aries. And Summer this... Walker is too. Ari Lennox and Summer Walker. Both well, Summer Walker wouldn't have made the cut. But she but made the... <laughs> Ari Lennox would might have. <laughs> I like Summer's music, but she is a. Uh... You ever see when your grandparents? But she is strange girl. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel. Like, I just feel like, huh? Did you see her and some rock perform? I was just like, I felt like Ari was holding. I feel like Ari Lynx was holding her up. I'm like, yeah, um, fuck your sister. Was this at the Grammys? No, it was the BET. Or um, was it Soul Train Awards? I, yeah, I think so. Yes. She was, like, staring directly at Ari the whole time. And I, I understand you got some things going on. The vocals was hitting. That's the one thing I will say about they Summer. They both sound really she, good. They both sound amazing. But the thing with Summer, she might be acting a little bit awkward from time to time, and it could be uncomfortable for all of us to watch. But when you listen, it's just like, well, she is doing her job. So all that extra job. shit is extra shit. I feel like <laughs> back in the 50s, that's all they did was sit there right with a mic, and they sung. It's true. So I'm like, I guess she... A lot of people be... They, gyrating around and then they don't sound good so it's like look you yeah. might as well sit still and just sing you know execute right way but yeah. yeah shout out to all the aries is what we're getting at what we're getting at oh i forgot y'all can't see me i'm <laughs> glad good good grief <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get into this toast for us sis. this week we are toasting to our good sis rolling right oh, oh my, my god, god. I am so ha- like when I tell y'all I went to bed smiling from ear to ear when he made that post. Roland Ray has been gone for a minute. So Since January. So we were scared because he had COVID. He was posting in the hospital, and he said I was in a coma for a while. But I'm finally back. Stop the death rumors. It don't it don't give dead. <laughs> Thank you everyone for missing me well while away and not giving up on me. And I'm just like okay, it's funny. But at the end of the day, like Roland Ray be going through a lot. He really like, do, and he, he be never going through give up so much. And he is, I feel like Roland Ray too spiteful to give up. Like Roland Ray's <laughs> a I not mm, ah bitches. I'm gonna come back. <laughs> like <laughs> he said, it's not giving. It it don't give dead. Stop the death of rumors. <laughs> How you come out live like that? <laughs> come out of a coma saying that it never gave dead. He said was in a coma for a while. Like, what? <laughs> Casually. This is somebody who just refuses. And I'm just like, yo, he is a f- 
fighter. He like, really put is. some respect on Roland Ray's name. He's so entertaining. He's so funny. I just hope he continues to heal. Yes. He is not the one or the two. Period. <laughs> he is. Like, he has to fucking know. Like, he really a strong ass motherfucker. Then he had a chance. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he is a strong ass motherfucker. He is. <laughs> he really is. Then he had a, ch- a nerd to have a haircut, and on the side, it said, not dead. Like, he got that bar. I'm like, so I wonder how long you've been out to coma, because you've been out for a minute. If you had time to go to the barbershop and get, he said, no, if I'm going to come back, I'm going to come back with a bang. And and did. I feel like he got out of the coma yesterday, went straight to the barbershop, and was like, charge my iPhone. <laughs> charge it. I love I'm looking forward to more content. And I hope he continues to do well. <laughs> Same. All right, y'all. Let's get into tea time. <laughs> this is our messiest. I feel like th- we haven't been me- like celebrity messy in a while. And I know. I feel like, I feel like because we was focused so much on like euphoria, yeah, and insecure yeah. that like we didn't. We were like, let's talk about the shows. But now that we're not like watching any shows. We're going to get on it. We're, we're I hear y'all talking about Bel Air, and I kind of want to watch it now. I ain't gonna lie, like a lot of people been talking about it, and I'm I'm too nosy not to watch. You know? Yeah, I agree. Let's um, yeah, let's get it in gear. But um, yeah. <laughs> but this week is all tea. It's just drama. Um, so Lil Uzi and JT had broken up, and JT was I mean Uzi was not happy about it because apparently. He got broken up with over a tweet from 2015. So there's Uzi tweeted in, in 2015. I'm sorry, yeah, 2015. If you was if you was meth, I'd do it all day long at distorted. If you don't know who distorted is, don't feel bad. Because yeah, I still don't know. I my... can't figure it out for to save me. Yeah, I don't like, know. Maybe they who go is by this. Maybe right, they I'm go by a different name now. So distorted again, like you Google and it's it's nothing there. Mm. I just don't get it. Distorted. Okay, so distorted's real name is Anaya Santana, and she is a visual artist based in Philadelphia. She is okay, so she's an artist. Oh, she's really cute. She is very pretty. She is possible. She is popular for her psychedelic interpretations of pop culture. Her Instagram showcases her work featuring several prominent rappers and baseball players. The store that has her own online store. A week ago, she revealed on Instagram that she was releasing her first sneaker promote. Okay, so she's working. She's out here working. The artist has kept her personal life away from social media. But for whatever reason, she decided to like share that tweet, right? Oh, she went to she went to IUP. Oh, nice. So she posted recently that old screenshot of that um of, of what Lil Uzi said, and the rapper Uzi told JT he must have told her it was fake, but it wasn't fake. It just was old. Yeah, it was from he should have said it was old. But I feel like when when men get scared and get caught, <laughs> they feel like anything is better than the truth. Like if I just lie, she won't be able to quickly fact check. Yeah. And since it was actually true, it's just old. JT ended their relationship, and Uzi uh, tweeted, uh, "JT broke up with me over this uh, petty shit or something like that." I just 
just feel like one nigga, like you said, they gonna be back together. Let's start yeah, there. I feel like they definitely gonna be back together. That's a shame. I like her now. Distorted. Who distorted? Yeah. She didn't really do anything. She's she just kind of flexed. Uh, but I do wonder what made her. Oh wait, she posted it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's weird. It says distorted posted a screenshot of an old tweet shared from Lil Uzi's Twitter handle that read, "If you was a meth, I would do you all day long." The rapper has now branded that screenshot as fake. Today, the rapper posted as per the screenshot released by the Shade Room. JT broke up with me over this dumb ass shit. I don't do no- I didn't even do nothing. Fuck my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's. I feel like so now that I know she posted it. I mean, that don't take away that she's cute, but I feel like there is an attack on J. Like the alternative, like um, black girls are like trying to attack JT for some reason because, because she should be with somebody alternative. They think. Yeah, because she's like ghetto, you know, or whatever. So I feel like it's like a t- attack on her because like even like a lot of his fans don't like her yeah i it's so funny because i think a lot of little uzi fans are men who essentially hate women like the city girls right and they so they they don't understand how to separate like your taste for music versus your taste for women and people. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you you can like Lil Uzi and then be attracted to whoever you want to be attracted to. But I, I find that with a lot of folks, they feel like if they like a certain music or style, everything in their life has to align with that music yeah. or style, which is so immature. Um, is. But I thought it was funny because somebody asked JT why she ended things Lil Uzi, and she said, I don't give a fuck if it was 2012. He said it was fake instead of old. And since he wants to run to the internet about it, here y'all go. <laughs> yeah, he definitely, um, he definitely shouldn't have tweeted it. I just feel uh-huh. like some things be making you feel stupid. So in a moment, you can act out. And I'm saying this to somebody who like might have done what JT did. Like, don't, I want the truth when there's somebody else running their mouth about my relationship. I yeah. need to know what's going on. Like, or my the person I'm in a relationship with. Yeah. Like they're talking about you. And like I can't get mad about some shit you said about twenty in twenty fifteen. <laughs> but like you saying this a lot make me feel like like again, maybe not breaking up with them, but it's like, are you like, what's wrong with you? Why would you not tell the truth? You said it, you said it. Maybe he didn't remember he said it. Because I'm be honest with you, you could pull up something I had said in 2015. And I might be, I don't even know if that's real or not. Because I don't remember shit yeah. I said last True. week on Twitter. Think about it, y'all. Like, who who really remember what they said on Twitter last year today? If you pull up your yeah. old tweet, you like, sound like, like, yo, I found the tweet from myself. And that shit said... I need a blunt and some dick because I had a bad day. I oh, like, I remember. Whoa. I remember when you said that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> if you asked me today if I would say something like that on the internet, I'm like, no. Confident. Straight face. <laughs> no, I would never no. say that. Honestly, but I remember when you said that, Iman. All right, thank I was, you, Because I was <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> Everybody was like, are you okay? Yeah, that's what... Because no. more people was like, yo, huh? <laughs> yeah. 
That's what I'm saying. Maybe he ain't remember it, but he should have just said <laughs> He should have just been like, I don't remember that shit, bro. It's 2015. That doesn't matter. Worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't know what led up to that. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. But why would she post that? Like, that is just, come on, girl. Like, you got a lot going on for you. You got cool work and all that stuff. Why would you post it? And you never said nothing about your personal life up until that moment. Like you say, it just seemed like, what kind of, did you think that was going to bring you some good attention? And you already got to, like, maybe she thought it was funny. Like, yo, I remember when Uzi, like, I mean, it's just, it's so many rumors out right now about how, like, women just be wanting an ego stroke, right? It's like, I've been seeing, like, a lot of men talk about this under, like, women's Twitter posts. And I'm like a, I'm a twatcher. Like I be watching what people say in conversations, but I don't say nothing because like I don't be wanting to engage with strangers. Yeah. But it's this, re, 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 it's this repetitive theme that like a lot of people, a lot of women, they thrive off the attention that they get from men. It's like social capital for them. And in some cases, I can see that being the truth in myself and others. Like, how many times have you, like, thought, like, smiled thinking about the people that came at you? I'm trying to think. I haven't really smiled about it. Oh. (laughs) Maybe it's just me. I'm like, wow. I really could have pulled. Yo. Yeah, I never. really wild. Yeah, I never smiled about it. Um, Also, I'm looking at her. I'm looking since I looked up her name. It's like two articles about it, and I'm like, as an artist, as somebody as an artist, I wouldn't want that to be in my repertoire. Yeah. Like, oh, this artist that has all this great art, these this great collabs going on. Oh, tweeted this, and now this is her. Like, I wouldn't want that type of attention. Like, no, you should want your attention based on your work. Yeah. Y'all, let me know if y'all smile, think about who y'all great. Because Bridget just made me look like a damn fool. And I need to make sure I ain't the only one. Just, just write me privately. I'm trying to think. No, I did. Maybe. I'm trying to think. Maybe. If you um, haven't, it's fine. <laughs> I just wanted to. It's, it's okay. Totally fine. Okay. Yeah, I have it. That's fine. She was she was just feeling herself. She was thinking back to a time where she got attention by a rapper and she wanted people to know it. And that was lame, yes. But I think that's I think it was as simple as that, to be honest. It probably was. But I'm like, she probably get attention from Hella Rapper. She had a sneaker collab. Like she's probably had attention from That's like, what I'm saying. Taller rappers. But are they taller alternative rappers? <laughs> Uh, maybe I don't they, know. they might be. I don't know. I don't get the. I don't. I don't really know what like the the artisty girls or arty artsy all alt girls be thinking. Like I'm not really tapped into their mindset all the way. But yes, so hopefully they'll get it together. I got a feeling they will. I feel like they will too. Like that was just very fake. That breakup. I know a fake breakup when I see one. We've like, all been there. <laughs> Let's get to dead bodies in the club. So, I don't know if y'all saw over the weekend, but somebody's corpse was propped up in a club in D.C. And I know that, you know, since we have been colonized, um, 
the way people, um, the grievance and all those things like that have been very whitewashed. Um, but I feel like that is a different type of thing. Yeah. That was different. I didn't know what I was looking at when I saw the video on social media. <laughs> I didn't understand what was happening. Yeah, I didn't understand either until I like looked at the comments and stuff like that. And then I looked at it again and I'm like, oh, that is definitely somebody's corpse. Like, yes, like, you know, people could be should be able to grieve the way they, you know, do. Um, but I feel like that was definitely a little nonsensical, I will say. Yeah, um, so the rapper's name was Gunu. He was a 24-year-old um, Washington, D.C. rapper who was shot dead. So first of all, rest in peace to that man. Yeah. I just think that it's just so much death happening in the rap community. Like, I haven't heard it this bad before. Like, it's just yeah. really, really insane. It is. It's just like, this one shot. This one stabbed. They'd be shot and stabbed at the club. And I'd just be like, if I was a rapper right now, I would be like, look, I'm not coming out. I don't know where this um, rapper, Gunu, was, like, killed. But if I was a rapper going to these clubs and stuff, I'd be like, I'm not going to just keep coming out here if y'all not providing me no extra layer of safety. Like, mm-hmm. what is going on? Because a lot of them, it'd be clubs and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, hell no. And that's where they make their money. Like, yep. at clubs and stuff for, like, these you know, promotions. That's like where Megan Thee Stallion got her start. So that, number one, is crazy. But I was reading that the venue had no clue what was happening. So they said that they were, the. it was called Bliss, which I have been, people have recommended me to go to, go to Bliss so many times when I was in D.C. Um, Bliss was contacted, this is the, the statement that the venue released. Bliss was contacted by a local funeral home to rent out our venue for Gunu's homegoing celebration. Bliss was never made aware of what would transpire. We sincerely apologize to all those who may be upset or offended. Please keep Gunu's family and friends in your prayers at this difficult time. And somebody was saying that there was like a $40 cover charge to enter the venue. And yeah, the body was on display. Now, here's what I'll say. My cousin had passed away during uh the height of this was like the that during when COVID was like getting real bad again like last November um so it was the funeral home and church had just made all these rules and regulations about how many people could come in it was such an unusual time and my cousin was such a popular person that people were literally standing outside of the funeral while the service happened when he got out my cousin was put into like he had a glass casket and he was put into like a horse and carriage thing and y'all I'm this you're about to really understand a lot about my family it was a see-through like case he was in and we drove through the hood so everybody could see him and it was something that I felt like people were like coming out their houses like screaming like you know oh hell came down like stuff like that because he was so popular and known but people couldn't come because of COVID so in that case it was definitely different from anything I've ever seen but I felt like for the circumstances it was like it was a home going you know what I mean but no he wasn't propped up like a damn Nordstrom mannequin uh and more importantly 
people people understood what was happening when he went by. It's not like they could clearly see him. It was, but you could see the outline of like the casket stuff like that. But this rapper was propped up like a mannequin to the point where you might have walked by and be like, "Excuse me," and then be like, "Oh, he kind of stiff." Oh. And be, oh. Oh my god! Why also, would y'all like y'all get y'all getting too creative? Yeah, that was definitely not like again. I know. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I know. Whoa! <laughs> Shook myself there, but um, you move fast as hell. I know that, like again, like grief has been colonized and stuff like that. But that I feel like there is definitely a line. Um, and the line was definitely crossed with that. And knowing that some people weren't aware and it was a $40 cover, that is just insanity. Can we admit that sometimes, as a people, we can do too much, though? Like, yeah, I think that this isn't the first time, like, a Black funeral has been, like, on the internet being questioned, you know? Yeah, but I just feel like would that rapper have wanted that? Like, I think that you should still give some dignity to people who are dead. Mm-hmm. You know, like they deserve some dignity. I mean, just because he's a rapper, just because he's flashy, would he have? Wa- I mean, maybe he wanted to go out with a bang like that. But I feel like who profited off of that? Was the money going to his family? Was the money going to the venue? Where was that money going on his on his tragic death? Yeah, also, I just got a lot of questions, but I don't feel like I'm going to get a lot of answers. No. Also, knowing that he was only 24 and that corpse looked like I, like a 50-year-old man. It like, I'm older than that. I mean, he's dead, so that's kind of disturb. That adds a layer of disturbance to me. I hadn't... And, like, the video circulating online, I had no clue what I was looking at. I was just like, what... Why, why is this person being so still? And I looked in the comments and I saw 50 Cent was like, oh, shit, I know what this is. Like, I think everybody at the same time realized, like, this is not what. No, this is a dead person in the club. This is terrible. So, again, I hope that that didn't cause any more pain for the family. Like, I hope that in some ways they might have been in on it. That might make it a little bit better. But if not, like that, people should be ashamed of themselves. Mm -hmm. So let's take a pivot to something that's still kind of sad, but definitely not as sad as that. Let's talk about SZA. She was on crutches at the Oscars. And I guess even before that, we should say congratulations to like Doja Cat. Like her speech actually made me really tear up. And I never tear up for speeches because award shows be getting my nerves. <laughs> I didn't hear her speech. I meant to listen to it, but I haven't listened to it yet. Oh, shout out to Jasmine Sullivan, too. <laughs> I am so happy for her. It's crazy because before I went to bed, I was, like, reading on her Wikipedia. And, like, she is just proof that, like, you, when you have a gift and when something is meant for you, nothing can ever take it away. Not even a break. Like, the mm-hmm. fact that she, like, you know, went away, like, she could have just fade to black, like, you know. But she came back and... I was reading on Wikipedia that this is her highest selling album, like, ever. Or her highest charting album, ever. It's amazing. That is amazing. That is so amazing. The album is literally dedicated to black women. Yeah. And the reason why I know the the songs and albums is because of you. It's dedicated 
to Black women and all of our experiences with love. And it's so, in my opinion, inclusive. And, like, it just got some conversation started. It was... It, she she worked her ass off. She deserves it. And I just... What I think my favorite thing about Jasmine Sullivan is Jasmine Sullivan could have been a Grammy Award winner, but it wasn't her time. She wasn't ready to be seen. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. It was about her having to become at peace with who she was and be comfortable with being seen. And I think that through her art, she was like, there's no way I could tell other women to be confident and then I don't do it myself. So I'm practicing and I'm not hiding anymore. When she said that she wasn't hiding no more, she started stepping the fuck out. So mm-hmm. like really my motivation, I think she, she deserves it. And I'll never forget back when Mariah Carey was a judge on um, American Idol, she said that Jasmine Sullivan was one of her favorite singers. And this was before Jasmine Sullivan was like widely known in the way that she is now. But she's your favorite's favorite. Like, keep that in mind. Like, she's your favorite's favorite. Um, but Doja Cat's speech was super cute. Um, she just got really emotional. And she was like, you know, I really like to downplay stuff. But she's like, this is a big deal. And she just like broke down and started crying. And I'm just like, Doja's been working so hard. Mm-hmm. She has been working her Asshole. So, and I felt like I felt it in that moment when she was like, this is a really big deal. Mm-hmm. Like this was a girl who dropped out of high school to pursue her dreams. Oh, wow. Like I she believed that. in herself. She bet on herself before anybody else did. So seeing her up there and with scissors standing beside her, like that is just was like, wow. Like I think that awards, you can feel how you want about it, but it is something really like, really just like this big buildup of all this work and then having everybody, Lady Gaga clapping for you in the audience, it's a huge deal. Oh, that would have sent me flying. <laughs> you already know I would have fell to my knees if Lady Gaga I, clapped for me. It was just like, sometimes things don't get done right, but I think that, I mean, I know they fucked up with the reggae category. I heard about that. <laughs> but <laughs> the Grammys got it right with Doja Cat. They got it right with... um jasmine sullivan and honestly silk sonic i fuck with silk sonic even though anderson pop was making me a little uncomfortable with their haircut yeah. i don't get that <laughs> but again that's besides the point talented as hell um i just was like why do you have a mushroom I, it was the theme of the album i no, but <laughs> i get it though I yeah i was like you know where i'm going you know he made me but, uncomfortable too <laughs> but scissor was what um SZA was what really, like, people are talking about, the fact that she was on crutches. And I know people like to paint her out as a liar, but <laughs> I don't care. I believe her. I believe everything I believe she says. too. Like, I'm sorry. Don't nobody want to be on crutches. Them Jones hurt your underarms. They're so uncomfortable. They're so uncomfortable. And a gown. Yeah, that was a hella commitment. If she wanted to do something, she could have wrapped her arm up. Like if she she could have been in the slink if she really was faking. Exactly. Also, she I, just wanted an extra dose of attention. Which who the fuck would want that? Also, I do feel like she is clumsy. Like she said, I could definitely see it. Yeah, she said she fell out of the bed, <laughs> which is like I fell down some steps. Uh, when was it? Two months ago. And when I tell y'all I was down bad, like my ankle was so swollen. So I get it. Like yeah, sometimes she's like thirty two. So you know, <laughs> come on. I feel like we both took real bad spills in the last year, so we get it. Yeah, we did, because I'm definitely, because this week, my fall was, like, 
from last year was hurting my legs. So leave SZA alone. Believe her, okay? Like, so what? Like, she told, like, white lies. Like, she said she don't have a TV in her room, but she did. So what? <laughs> so what? This why she be going away because of how y'all act and how y'all question her. Exactly. Everybody lie. Like, she told a little lie. Like, so what? You know how, like, if you accidentally scare, like, a kitten or something, you go, it's okay. It's okay. You can come back out. That's how I feel to SZA when y'all start getting on her. I'm like, look, you don't have to run just because they're coming down at you. All of us aren't saying it. It's just them. Don't make everybody suffer. Exactly. And she got new music coming. Like, let her focus. Like, get off her back and just, like, you know, let her. It's like a lot of people are ungrateful. She gave us control and nobody (laughs) treats her like any... I would never disrespect her. That album, I don't even know who I would be without that album. Anything I got bad to say about says I keep in my head because of that album. Exactly. And a lot, a lot of people get that from me. (laughs) (laughs) That simple. So, yeah. Um, Also, she posted a picture of her foot, and it was super swollen. So Yeah. What else else do you want her to do? Yeah the hell is wrong with you freaks believe women believe women um so kanye pulled out of coachella yeah he needs to like go focus on himself right now like i saw he got his new girlfriend like a little birkin bag (laughs) he's just all over the place he begging for kim getting saying julia fox and him are like what's her name julia fox right Seeing yeah. Ju- him and Julia Fox are like Avengers. Then he got a new girlfriend who is like the knockoff Kim Kardashian, um, getting Birkin bags, whatever. She's she's winning. Like can't be mad at her. And then you drop out of like Coachella. It's like for what? But to be honest with you, Kanye, it may not even be nothing going on with him. He may just not want to do it no more. Yeah, he give me that like. Or if, like, somebody get more popular than him or he, like, no, nah, I don't want to do it. But honestly, for his mental health, is the best thing for him to um, to tap out. It's definitely the best thing. It so is. I support it because God knows what that man would do with a stage, you know? My thing with this, the only reason why I'm interested now that he dropped out is because who going to tap in? Like who's who's big enough right now to tap in and who's available? Like Rihanna can't, Beyonce, she's done it. Um, Drake maybe could, but I feel like with Drake, RuPaul, I say? hmm, RuPaul, true. But Drake be like, I feel like the thing with Kanye is that he is a rapper, but like we've went to his one of his concerts. He is uh he gets real visual with it. So while he don't dance and stuff, it's gonna be some flames, it's gonna be some outfit changes, it's gonna be some ballerinas, like you already know, yeah. like something real visually appealing is going to happen. But it's like, well, he who else can do that that's a rapper right now? I just be I don't know. But it is an opportunity for somebody. But you know what? The more I think about it, he also the type to be like, just kidding. But I think it's official. Like I think it's really, really official. He could exactly. go back. Exactly. It could it's official, but it's Kanye West. What if in May? Because I think Coachella no, Coachella is this month, I think. What was in April? What if he was like, what if tomorrow he'd be like, I just was I was just in a bad place. Oh, I know those promoters are 
shitting bricks right now. I'm like, yo, your your main headliner. Please. I'll do it. Yeah. Maybe I could do a Black Girl Brunch oh, Live. Oh, true. Oh, it's April 15th. Oh my God, he dropped out. Like, he's... <laughs> I'll be on the phone like, you're gonna get your ass on that stage and you're gonna perform. Oh, he crazy, <laughs> crazy, 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 crazy. I would sue his fucking panties off. Do you understand? <laughs> I would sue the peanuts out of him. Like, if you leave me hanging 15 days, who can replace it? <laughs> oh, my God. I just picture, like, you know, in, like, cartoons with somebody, like, tap dancing, but hello, my darling, hello, my darling. <laughs> Harry Styles going to be like, don't ask me. <laughs> like, girl, do not ask me. He be like, bitch, please. <laughs> He's like, I got no dresses for my two nights, and that's it, okay? <laughs> Don't even look. He go back. Don't even look over here. <laughs> What's wrong with him? It's really fifteen days. Cause I know Coachella usually in April, but I don't know if they shift it. Um, but yeah, that's evil. That's that real. Is- that's real low down and dirty. <laughs> that's nasty, no. bitch. Behavior. He got. They got ten days to pull it together. That is. <laughs> Not you folding your arms. Cause that is so nasty. Wow. <laughs> I would be to get, like, get me the the biggest lawyer in town. What are those? These are clothes. She better get them. <laughs> Whoa, baby. Yeah. I like who? Do Johnny Cochran got like a son or something that could like represent me? Yeah, he's definitely that's <laughs> fucked up. He don't care. He's a billionaire. True. If I was a billionaire, I would I would do so much suable things because I wouldn't See, care. Me, <laughs> I the the thing is, I could never do nothing like that because I got I got issues with committing. No, that I wouldn't do. Because once I like say I'm gonna do something, I would ooh. fight. I would oh, I would fight. Oh, for sure, all the time. Fist fight, crazy, anytime. And how much do I owe you for that ass whipping? Period. All right, cool, but I'll give it to you right now. But I wouldn't drop out, like you said, the commitment. Like, I don't want to let nobody For the fans, down. like, damn. But he's been showing for a while he don't give a shit. Oh, what about I say? He barely care about his family. Like, <laughs> how you going to care about your fans? True. Oh, wow. That's All great. right, well, that's it for tea time <laughs> this week. <laughs> Good luck to Coachella. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Hope y'all find somebody. Um, we available if any, but I know like what Shamir be having hookups with Coachella. Let them know. That, yo, they would be pissed if they saw us on stage. Kanye fans. We be like, uh, hey y'all, what's up, brunchers? Brunchers in the house, scream. They were who? Hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> We just be, but I picture our setup being real boring. We just had two fold up chairs in the middle of the stage. We don't got no hair makeup done. We look just how we look now. We but Eric, Eric, you hear us? Oh, they would be so mad. Oh, they would be. Oh my god! They'd be like they these go- two black hoes. <laughs> we like period. Uh uh-uh, uh, get off the stage. Get them off. We, but we from Philly, uh, Black Girl Ranch. We've been doing this for five years, so we just decided to fill in for Kanye. Like, what? 
Blasphemous. <laughs> but Crazy. again, we available. And whatever you pay him, pay us. <laughs> pay us. We don't 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 go cheap on us. Especially after you sue his ass. You could just you'll be fine. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, good luck, y'all. We hope y'all pull it together. Call us. Um, let's get into the sunken place. So, um, people been hating on Russell Wilson for some time now. Simply because he loves his wife? Yeah, because he's a... People hate the sweetie pie agenda all around. They I do. Realize, I realized that this year. But I realized with people hating on Valentine's Day and stuff like that, people cannot stand the sweetie pie agenda. And it's because they're bitter. And Russell Wilson is 100% a sweetie pie. It, she just is. And there's like... There are men who are just like that. And I know every time I go to reference something, I go to talk about one of my cousins, and that's because I have 50 million. But I have a cousin who is really genuinely, he is, he's so sweet to his wife. Like he is just, he don't want to do no fuck shit. Like he liked being married. He liked being a dad. Actually, got we both know men who are like that. Like I know that when there are guys like Future who seem to come a dime a dozen, mm-hmm. it don't seem like it could be Russell Wilson's in the world. But, like, I feel like that's what keeps my faith in it. It's like, I know the Russell Wilsons. Like, they, they're they out here. They're very much real. They love their family. They don't be with the shit. And, yes, you're going to get a level, some people going to call it boredom, of boredom with them. But for many of us, we call that peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, life ain't supposed, you might want to reframe your mind if you think that when your life is, like, peaceful, it's boring. Mm-hmm. So, Let's get into what triggered this conversation yet again. So there's this podcast called The Pivot. Apparently, it's an NFL podcast hosted by men. You know, trigger warning. Uh, (laughs) And one of the hosts' name was Channing Crowder, which is a very unfortunate name. Crowder. It just reminds me of Chowder. Yeah. And if if you saw him, you would also probably think about Chowder. But anyway... He was just saying that if Russell didn't have the bread, Sierra wouldn't be with him. Sierra, she has a good situation, but you don't leave future for Russell Wilson. He says, um, it's a type. Everybody has a type. And I love him on the field, but he's a fucking square. Um, So that's what he was saying. And people were just like, First of all, who are you to be and who are you to talk? Number one. And have you dated either one of these men? Or it sounded like he wanted their future bad as hell because the way he was talking, he was like, who leaves future? Yeah. Like, oh, that's got you talking like that's your dream, you know, partner or something. Like, it, I'm not even one of those people that be like trying to accuse people of being gay for taking up for everything, even though, like, what else? But the way he was like, who leave future? Like, you really going to leave future? Like, that's just the... What? Future is very... It's a very easy concept to believe that he got left. Like <laughs> Also, what does he give? Like, he gives... The thing is, and I'm somebody that I like future's music. But yes. what does he give that be like, oh, I want this man? Like, he doesn't even reciprocate. Every woman who gets involved with Future at this point, and I'm sorry, like, I, you can't, you Future got to know it, and that's why he be like, I'm going to spin on these girls because I know why they're here. Like, I know why they're here. No, he, he don't want to settle down. He want to go have fun and, and create broken homes. Like, that's just what Future wants to do right now. And 
whatever. Because it is this element of if you mess with this man, you already know what comes along with it. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily feel bad for people who go mess with future or have children with them because all you're going to get at the very least is a paycheck and a mm-hmm. child. That's all you're going to get from him. And like, Real it's shit. just time to be honest about that. Yeah. But let's stop pretending like while leaving future, you leave something so grand. Um, Cause you don't, especially when you are a woman like Sierra, like she, her and joy are a lot different from the other baby moms in the sense that they have their own bread. Mm-hmm. And when women have their own money, they don't have to move in the same way. They don't have to stay for some of the same reasons because a lot of people stay with men because of security. Mm-hmm. But like Sierra said, if you have your own money, then you are a rich man. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be with nobody because of that. So I always advocate, always have your own, like, <laughs> take, like Sierra said, I can I could take care of myself and I could find somebody to do it too. That's exactly what she did. Yep. I could take care of myself and I can find someone to do it too. Russell Wilson is essentially what most people would not only want for themselves, but is what you would want your daughter to find or mm-hmm. what you would want your what you would want somebody in your life to find, the type of husband you would want the person people in your life to find. Somebody yes who is family oriented, someone who isn't going to, who's okay with, with being the dad, the cool dad and the cool hook husband and someone who at least publicly adores his wife. Yes. He loves her a lot. Who knows? Exactly. And it's good. It's great that we don't know. Yeah. It's not supposed to. (laughs) Exactly. And I feel like they don't try to act like they're perfect. It's just that, they love each other. I feel like people get offended when people are in love, truly, um, for whatever reason. And especially a lot of men get mad when women choose themselves. Um, and I'm sorry, Future, Oh, sorry. Future is a terrible... If you listen to his music, he is a very sad, miserable man. Um, he His, his lyrics are borderline, um, like he don't want to be here. Um, he literally has a lyric where he said, I'll choose the dirty over you because I'm not afraid to lose you. So he's essentially saying that I will choose drugs over you because I'm not afraid to lose you. And I know it's a song people say, like, you know, people write stuff that they don't really mean. But I have an inkling that this man is very serious. Is Um, it a song? Yeah. Right. (laughs) Because um, the records show, um, I feel like... Also, somebody pointed out, Sierra Future happened like seven, eight years ago. And her and Russell Wilson have been married for like six years. I'm like, let it go. Let Stop it go. Stop talking about it. Stop talking about it. But it's just like what you said. The toxic men want to believe that women low-key always want that. You know, they want to believe that we low-key always secretly love it. We love the chase. We love the back and forth. She going to always come back. She going to always be back. But then it's something about being married to another man, three children in, you know, at this point, where you just be like, maybe she won't come back. And it's like, oh, well, then she can't be happy. 
She only with him because it can never be you just took the L and nobody want to deal with this shit forever. And it's exactly. like, y'all do anything except for go to therapy and change your ways and then go find somebody you can live a peaceful life with. It's the definition of you don't want no peace because you could have had peace with it. Like future and Sierra were supposed to be married. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to be. And you didn't want to do it. Like, he was saying how they just had different, you know, visions for it. You know, she wanted that big fairy tale wedding. He wanted something low-key in the cut. And it also seems as if he wanted to be with other people while he was with her. But that's just what she said, right? But my thing is, like, all right, so we couldn't give each other the life we wanted. They moved on. Honestly, future don't even be talking about it. But these other guys are, are romanticizing what happened so that they can feel better about the L's that they've taken in their life with good women. It's like, she really is happy, bro. She really is. She really, you know, and, and that's fine. Move on. Exactly. Also, like somebody said that the crack epidemic ruined, um, what people think is cool. Cause I'm like, yeah, like literally what does he do to like sweat? Like, okay, he's good looking. So is Russell Wilson, but like, he like what does he have that's like that you want to be like ooh like this is who I want to lock it down with like he just honestly is somebody that he might be just a a fun a fun time and men be saying that about women he just seemed like a fun time not yeah. somebody that's wifeable um sorry so it's like what qualities does this man future have like again he has eighty kids. 80 baby moms, what quality does this man have that's like, ooh, I can't, like, I gotta have this I gotta have him. Can't live without him. Like, uh, it's it's just ridiculous. And not to mention, like, the guy talking, it's like, you would be more of a Russell Wilson than a future any day. Like, you're not necessarily as, like, pretty as Russell Wilson, but in a sense of, like, you don't give future. Your vibe is very much cornball. So it's Very like you corny. need to you need to play on your team, not be on team future. Because if if, if women were uh, locked into men like future, you wouldn't get have a damn chance. So it was like you <laughs> should really, really pray to God that 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 toxic shit and, pe- and women do like squares because your ass is SpongeBob Square fans. Like exactly, for real. I don't know what type of cool you think you is, but it's not giving that. It's not giving that. Um, yeah. What I will say is I'm happy that his counterparts on the podcast were like, bro, what? No, like women, like you grow up and women went different. So it's like for once in my life, it wasn't every, once in my life I heard the podcast where not all of them were saying the same dumb thing, which is like great. But he was standing 10 toes down. Like that was that was the truth. Don't no woman ever could leave future. And somebody was like, "All I'm hearing is that you want future real bad." Like, cause that is crazy. So bad. Also, like I didn't realize that Sierra was 36. Like she's almost 40 years old. Like who wants to deal with that shit? And shout out to our girl Liana, but she recently was saying like Sierra is also kind of corny. Like it makes sense that she's with Russell. Y'all act like. Is Trina with Russell Wilson. Like, it's not. It's Sierra. She always was a good, sweet girl who just was, like, could dance real good and like the hood. Like, she, yeah, she was tapped into black culture. Excuse me. 
Tierra has always undeniably been tapped into black culture, loved black culture, knew who her people were. Yeah, I was but thinking she's a black woman. <laughs> she's a black woman. But you know how some people be. They be like mm-hmm. low-key trying to get away from like, you know, twerking and stuff. Like, no, she was always shaking her ass. Like she yeah. loved it. But the thing is, her and Russell Wilson really do make sense. They really, really, really make sense. Her and Future didn't make sense to me. Her and Future never made... It was always the girl who couldn't get off the steps with the drug dealer. And the <laughs> relation, it was their, the relationship that her, both their families probably was like, please, no. Like, yeah. it actually didn't make sense. If they were both in the hood, they would have eventually broke up. And instead of getting with a football player, she would have got with her a nice man, like, in a county. Like, they were never going to work. It was never going to work. Yeah, no. So, yeah, shout out to all the people who was, like, coming to save Russell Wilson and to all the people who think that it's actually uh, wrong to want to get into a safe, a healthy relationship. That, like, do do some work on yourself and question your attachment style. Why do I confuse chaos with passion and love? It's not healthy. It's not cute. And I don't wish that on nobody. Mm-mm. Hell no. Ooh. All right. Let's get into this common sense, shall we? So shout out to Sean, friend and family member. <laughs> we were talking about, we had a really good conversation last week about just like being an artist and how sometimes your old work isn't a reflection of who you are anymore. So you can kind of feel like, so many feelings about it. Like you could feel shame. You could feel like, ah, I want to hide this from the world. Or like, I don't think that this is my best work or this isn't the work that's going to get me to where I want to be. And this, no matter what type of artist you are, you could be a songwriter, you could be a model, you could be a photographer, you could be a rapper, like anything, your old things might make you cringe, Mm -hmm. but your old things are also stepping stones to get to your future things. Mm-hmm. So as artists, how do we find balance? Like as creatives and even just as like people who, who want to put ourselves out there, it could be like, you could be like a doctor or something, but afraid to show your old work because you think that people want to think you're dumb. You could be doing a presentation and a shame, but growth has to happen it's uncomfortable and h- how can you like embrace your growth as an artist so i'm somebody that is obsessed with like i guess archiving like things that i've done and like keeping track and like just physical proof of things that i've done so i really am like proud of old things that i've done and like i'll read like even like Every script that I've ever wrote, I have it on my computer, um, even my new one. Um, and I'll sometimes I'll go back and read the stuff. And like, I don't know, maybe this is me, like, fireside behavior. But I'm like, I gag myself when I read my old work. Because I'm like, wow, like, I've grown so much. Like, and it also makes sense that, like, this story that I was working on, you know, right now, um, I haven't put it into production. Because I feel like me being in my 20s wasn't the right time because, like, I have learned so much and also, like, some of the language that I used in um, my older work, you know, is not up to date to now. So I feel like everything is going to fall into place. Um, And I feel like this is going to make so much more sense, you know, making this work in 
my 30s because like I was still learning um and when I look back at my work sometimes I get like goosebumps like I can't like how did I know how to pull from these like how did I know how to write about this area like I've never been there and I'm just like I like to clap for myself because I feel like if you clap for the older version of you um it'll make it so much easier for you to be proud of the work that you make going forward so for me I um also embrace it because like hearing like some elders um like black elders and stuff saying how like they don't have um you know access to things like double like oh I used to do this and they have no like physical proof or something like that I never wanted that to happen to me so I want to make sure to keep physical proof and to like you know keep my stuff up and just keep on going back and revisiting old work because I feel like that will like just help me become a better artist and also like maybe this is narcissistic of me I would like myself to be in a museum like I want people to talk about it like reference like this is where she came from and this is where she is right now so I feel like I use it as a learning tool for myself and hopefully I can release the stuff and to help other artists especially black artists that's how I embrace it I love that and I do um I do feel like it's so important to just like clap for yourself like clap for who you were when you did that. Like there are some times when I look at things that I've done and I am just like, whoa, like, okay. Like I do have it. I have it. Right. But there are times where like, I really struggle with old things. Like it's, it's really hard for me because I think that for so long, I felt like I had to be consistent Mm -hmm. like across the board. I felt like if I was going to be, um, the type of person, cause you know, growing up, it was my dream to like write for like a 17 magazine or to host like an e-news. So I felt like I had to keep that image up in order to get that. But then as I got older, I got a little edgier. And then like, sometimes I got so edgy that I wondered if what I did would cause me to lose opportunities or mm-hmm. there would be times where people met me at one point in my life And now they're seeing me like twerking. And I think I had to, I think through all of the different things that I created, because like my medium is honestly like content creating. Like that's what I do. Like I like to write. I like to create content in different forms. And that's the way that I'm creative. But through that, I have made peace with the fact that I am actually not one person. Like on any given day, I could be Mm -hmm. a different person. And Mm -hmm. the more I show up, and become that person, the more I not only empower myself to just be and stop worrying about if who I am aligns with my brand, because I'm not a brand. And if I create, make myself a brand, capitalism has won because I'm making myself into an object for the sake of consumption rather than being a human being. But the moment I start to try to align everything, I lose myself. I lose the present moment and I'm not doing I'm not doing a serve. I'm doing a disservice to other people. And for me, sometimes it takes to know that I'm causing other people harm for me to stop doing things. Like I need to get to a point where if I know that something is harmful to me, I stop, but I'm not there. I'm at a point where I'm like, it's one thing to harm myself because I own me, but it's not good to 
send harmful messages to other people. And mm-hmm. if you make people look like, if you make people think that you just landed perfectly, I think that's a huge disservice because n- a lot of folks have showed me their scars and made me feel comfortable. So I got to show people my scars. I got to show people what's ugly about me. I got to show people what's inconsistent about me. I got to show people that when I first started creating reels, it looked a damn mess. I got to show people my low engagement. I have to show people my low likes. I have to show people a time where I did something and it flopped. So, and I got to show people that I kept going, even though mm-hmm. that all happened and that I keep getting back up. Like what party B say, knock me down on times. I'll get up 10 because mm-hmm. that's what it takes. It takes relentlessness. And I just think that if more people saw that they wouldn't give up. Mm-hmm. And I think if more people didn't give up, what great things would we have? Cause art is not just beneficial to us as artists. Like think of, like Beyonce, if she would have just been like, no, I don't like that. Let me stop. Like we would be missing a lot. I'm quite sure there are things she don't like that she kept and we like it. So that's like something else I'm learning. Like I may not like certain shit, but it's still a stepping stone. I'm starting to get little opportunities from people in the Philly area. Like somebody reached out to me about a Philly event happening. And it was just at a time where I was thinking to myself, like nobody even liked, like it seemed like my engagement went down since I started trying to like be intentional and post more. And then that opportunity came and I was just like, it's all in my head. Like everything I'm thinking is in my head and this is free. Like creating, I mean, of course there are supplies, there's like a phone and stuff like that. But at its core, creating and flopping doesn't lose me any money. It doesn't yeah. lose me anything. So why would I not continue to do it if it's something that I enjoy, if it's a goal that I have for the sake of I'm not being perfect? Mm-hmm. How am I going to get perfect if I quit? Also, uh, this, like, you know, the medium of, because I feel like what gets a lot of artists right now down is, like, the thing with social media and engagement and stuff, because that's, like, big. But we have to remind ourselves that, even though like we grew we grew up with social media basically our whole life as like millennials and gen z this shit is still new like it's still it's always new ways and things happening like how you know instagram like you know was up here and now it's like kind of in the middle it's like hit or miss but like all this stuff is still new and we are navigating it with trial and error and there's no like textbook. Like I know there's some people who think they're like social media, like how to do this, how to do that. But it's really no formula. Like really, no, nope. we're all figuring this out. Like as it goes. Yeah, seriously. And it's only one piece of the puzzle. Like just because somebody is popping on social media, don't even mean that they're the best of what they do. How many times of what they do. How many times have you been to a restaurant that's popping on social media and you ate their shit and it's like, what? This food is not that good. But then you go to the mom and pop that don't even have a social media. You can't even use a credit card there and the food is the best. And sometimes it could be like that with social media. It could be the most confident people be strong and wrong, but they be getting paid because they had the courage to put themselves out there and they lack self-awareness. And guess what? Who's Who's the winner though? Because they're getting booked. They're getting opportunities. They're getting paid all because they're fearless. Meanwhile, the actual talented people, and I told Sean this, like, I feel like Sean is, check him out on Instagram at my damn Insta. One of like my, one of the most creative, coolest people I know. And I'm like, yes, 
you may not have that same following as those people yet. Yet. Because like you said, this is all still very new. But that don't speak to who is doing what better. And I mm-hmm. think it's very important to like mention that. Like even Black or Brunch, like we're not one of those top podcasters. We're not getting paid and picked yet. But that don't mean that we're not one of the best podcasters just because other people haven't realized it yet. It's just like sometimes you do have to put some respect on your own name because what else is going to keep you going while everybody else don't know? That's another thing. Some people, like sometimes your projects or your art art isn't popping because you're bad at it. It's simply because people do not know. Mm-hmm. How many great people are doing things right now that we do not know about, but we would love to support? I'm somebody who always is looking for the next great or best person. Like when I see something that I'm just like, yo, like that Megan Thee Stallion feeling I had, like when I saw her, I'm like, I'm addicted. I'm obsessed. I want something to dive into. I want somebody new to listen to. I want somebody new to support and to lift up. Like, make it, make it, make it. You know, that's a lot of people actually want to support and lift up talented folks. It's just a matter of them discovering you. And how can they discover you if you get into in your head and you delete and archive and all your old stuff? You have to put, you got to let your art live. And remember that even the shit that you may not be happy about it's still great and inspiring to somebody else. Yes. Um, with that, I also think about how there are times where I can hate something in the moment, Like I'll release a video and I'll be like, Ooh, this was so bad. Like I'm cringing. I don't have to look at that. <laughs> the things that you release that make you cringe. Don't look at it. Don't, you don't have to watch <laughs> your old reels. You don't have to. Yeah. You really don't. You can just like, let it breathe. You can let and it go. Also- and like you said, it's always summer, somebody out there that loves it. There's always somebody out there that loves Do it. it so them. release that project. Drop yeah. that thing and keep, they call it praise and polish. Look, love was good about it and polish was bad about it. And just, mm-hmm. you know, keep going. Exactly. All right, guys, that's it for this week's show. Shout out to everybody who gave us all these topics. We loved it. It was such a um, robust show. Make sure y'all send us suggestions on the socials. You can send it to us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch. You can send it to us on Twitter, BLK Girl Brunch. Email us at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com. You'll follow me on Instagram at imamate, on Twitter at itsmate, and Sabria at itsfrankenfem on Instagram and frankenfem underscore on Twitter. All right, guys, that's it. That's the show. Bye. Peace.